The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Well, 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 welcome back to Amen, Brother. I say that like I've caught my listeners doing something. Uh, Welcome to Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. We're back talking about the story of Elijah. Uh, I've got a very special guest that's going to ask me some questions. Did you hear that, Patrick? I called you special. Oh, I'm so special, finally. <laughs> hey, if, well, I know that like most of the 17 listeners that, that I have on here um, probably know you. But uh, if you don't know, uh, this is my good friend, Patrick. Uh, say, hey, Patrick. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, Patrick is, I'm sure you love the SpongeBob comparisons. Um, yes. um, he is a good friend of mine, been DJing with me for years. He... he basically runs southern entertainment now like yeah. yeah he's my operations manager for my for my little my, my dj biz uh but also patrick sydney uh, his two lovely children actually i get to see how lovely they are tonight when i'm watching the kids yes. for ladies book club and if they come back bleeding uh i didn't do it um but uh his lovely family uh, is also members of our church and uh, b- beloved church family yes i might add so um we're going through as a church family uh, the series, well, a series that I've called Elijah and the Blaze of God's Glory. And um, I haven't done a podcast since we started that. And again, for those of you who don't know, you're like, what's wrong? Is, is Ben's health failing? Is he, did he run off to, you know, Tijuana and is on a bender? No, no. Uh, I'm just, I'm just kind of busy. And mm-hmm. I just decided that the podcast, I didn't want to force the podcast. And I want to make sure if we had something to talk about, it was good. Good quality stuff. Yeah, a quality over quantity. Yes. Uh, and maybe one day I'll get back to doing daily 10-minute episodes and stuff. That, I really enjoyed that. And I think a lot of you did, you know, at least seven or eight of you did too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, today I wanted to talk in depth about something that I wanted to get into in this past sermon. So we've been walking through the story of Elijah, which uh, hopefully you've been... And Patrick, you can tell me, no pressure here, but have you enjoyed this series? Have you learned much from this series on Elijah? It's been good. I've been able to, you know, peek my head over the AV booth. So I was yeah. like, ooh, this is getting good. Right? You pushed a button, and hope, <laughs> thankfully there's not that many buttons for you yeah. to push by the time I'm preaching. Uh, but uh, we we have been, uh, we had a, a particularly interesting tidbit that I I almost chased that rabbit Sunday. Mm. But then I looked at the rest of my sermon and went, this is a long sermon. Yeah. I don't want to lose people's attention. And so I wanted to talk about it here because, and it's not just, this is not like a particular thing that just happens in, um, Elijah's story. It, it kind of happens all over, uh, the old Testament. And, but it was a question you had, uh, when you were reading, we were, we were in first Kings chapter, like 17, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody knows the big story of how Elijah, um, you know, called down fire on the mountain and stuff, but you you were curious about a particular passage and 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 so t- tell everybody your your perplexing uh, question here. Yeah, so it took me by surprise when you know I read about Elijah. You know, he's just going around, just you know, killing prophets. I mean, you know, just like <laughs> Elijah. What what are you doing? This here? is a man of God. Yes, it, it's it's I believe it's verse forty where he's where it, the the Bible says that Elijah just brought all the there was like it wasn't just a couple dudes too. It was like 400 yeah. 
um, 450 or something like that, prophets of Baal and of Asherah. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been just Baal on the mountain. But anyway, so you're you're like, wait a minute. Like, so what, what's the problem? What's, yeah, why would that be a problem yeah. there, Patrick? Why, why, why would it hit you weird that Elijah went off uh, killing false prophets? I don't know, man. When everything of him being a man of God, I mean, you don't you don't expect him to just start mowing down prophets left <laughs> and right. You know what I mean? You like, made like one or two, sp- but he's got like four hundred. He's like, okay, I reloaded. Yeah. He's like Scarface or something. Yeah. Um, that's a good question though, because mm-hmm. I yeah, you came up to me and you were like, hey. What, why Why can he do that? Yeah. Like, do we get to do that? Like, yeah. I thought the Bible said thou shalt. right now. <laughs> I got a list. Okay, we're going to talk about that yeah. afterwards, and uh, we're going to get you some help. Yes. Buddy, no. we're going to get you some therapy. Um, but it's a really good question, and this co- pops up multiple times, I think, throughout the Old Testament, where there is some really serious things that, ha- that end in death. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of death and mayhem mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. And so um, I wanted to answer your question, Patrick, I think, because I think you're not the only one. Like, I think you're, I mean, you grew up, you know, in and around church and, mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. certainly not unfamiliar with some of these stories, but a lot of times people don't talk about like, yeah. like what, like I, I was the same way when I read, I'm like, wait a minute, he killed a guy. Yeah. And why is that? Okay. Well. I had to do some digging. I've known this for a little while, but I've continued to fill out because you're not the first person to to ask that of me, and it's and usually they don't they don't have your uh, benefit of the doubt, right? Like you're like, hey, this is confusing. Yeah. Help me understand better. I've had questions like this lobbed at me like a like a bomb, you know, thrown at me like like, well, what about this? What about that? You know, you're Jesus and you're God and your Bible and all that. And and I think it's important for us to understand this because if we don't think deeply about this, that little seed of doubt, mm-hmm. let's say that I never answer you, Patrick, and you you keep on going, that just doesn't sit like I don't quite understand why that's okay. Then you start then the cracks in the in the armor continue to to expand and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're not sure that that the Bible is the word of God and that you can trust mm-hmm. it. You're not even sure. And then, or you don't, you know, or you don't even know if, if God is a good God anymore. Right. Because you've let that seed of doubt mm-hmm. sort of fester. Um, and so let me tell you, let me tell you a little bit about this. Um, so what, what kind of government are history lesson here? What, what type of government are we in the United States? Do you remember? I should, maybe <laughs> no. I shouldn't put you on the spot like this. <laughs> no. no, I have no well, clue. Well, you know, most it's going horrible now. Most of <laughs> we're gonna add this part out. We're gonna we're gonna help, we're gonna save face for your your thank you, thank uh, you. E, uh, ELPS teacher from high school. Yeah. So we are in what you call a uh, well, we're actually sort of a democratic republic, yeah. but democracy. democracy. You've heard about democracy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, democracy. Most a lot of the free nations are democracies. Well, Israel. And again, context is everything when it comes to understanding these things in the Bible. Israel was not a democracy; mm. it was a theocracy, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and that theo that theo um, pre, what is it pre- prefix? Mm-hmm. That's the word I was looking for. Prefix uh, means God, right? Like theology is the study of God. Theocracy is when God rules and His laws are the nation's laws, right? Mm-hmm. He chose. Israel to be his people, to, to take, take a group of people out of Abraham through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses and all that. And, and to turn this into, uh, a group of people that he keeps 
and uh, tries to purify and maintain so that the seed of the Savior would come through them. You know, he said, like, you know, through Abraham coming down through, and then he eventually dropped it with David, where he's like, you know, your your offspring, David, is going to be, you know, the one, right? And then and they brought the line of David up to Jesus. And so his purpose overall, this is a big picture, his purpose with Israel was to make it be different, a different nation than the rest of the world and to show you uh, a different way. And that way ended up being Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that um, God, you know, where we, we like to think we live in a quote Christian nation. We don't, right? We have a, we have freedom of religion where you can worship any God you want. Mm -hmm. Um, God had a very different setup with the Israelites. And so in a theocracy, the prophets mediated the message of God. So Elijah was, was, it wasn't just, he was preaching a good sermon. Like, like someone, you know, might preach on a Sunday. No, he was speaking the actual words of God Mm -hmm. and the priests and all the Levites and all that stuff you read about, they, they maintained and carried out those laws, but it was straight up from God to the people. And they didn't really have any say in, which is a good thing because once we get a say, we screw it up. Yeah. Every time. (laughs) Every time. So, um, but by the way, let me take a detour in this detour here. The prophets, um, a lot of people like to to judge and cast doubt on the prophets as well. You know, how, why is Elijah, you know, he can, anybody can just come up and say, God told me. Have you ever like had somebody come up and say, God told me this. And you're like, really dude, you don't know me. And and are you sure about that? But um, and a lot of people go, well, how do we know that this was really the words of God? This was just men. This is just people saying that it was God. But here's the thing. God's people, Israel, took that very seriously. You could come up to somebody and say, God told me this. And there's really no recourse. Like if 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 you're wrong, if you're proven obviously wrong, they're going to laugh at you. They might, you know, make a social media post about you. But um, back in those days, you did. Mm-hmm. Like if if you are if you're claiming to be a prophet and you said God has told me this or God's gonna do that, and you were wrong, they're like, uh, we don't play that. You did, you did, because because you're you are screwing with the very fabric of who they are, right? You're trying to control a, a nation and and you're mocking God, the one true God, by saying things that aren't. From his mouth, yeah. so it's a big deal, right? Yeah, That's a, a big deal. False prophecy is a big deal. Should be to us. It was definitely to them. And with the prophets, so they had this high risk, low reward type thing. The yeah. prophet prophecy was not a like you know you know I'm going to grow up and be a prophet of God. <laughs> that's a terrible. If yeah. if you're just looking at it logistically and you aren't called by God, that's a terrible job. Yeah. Because um, if you messed up, you died, right? You had to prove yourself. And that's why any prophet that is in the Bible, um, their, their prophecies came true. God mm-hmm. proved through miracles and signs and wonders that they were legit. Yeah. And their message was not like some of these schmucks on the TV, right? <laughs> Have you ever seen yeah. those guys like on, let's say, God's given me a word for you, Patrick, yeah. that if you send me a thousand dollars, that you, you will be financially blessed for the rest of your life. Yes. That They will heal that ingrown hair on your butt cheek, Patrick. They're, and <laughs> God will miraculously heal it. That's not what prophets did back then. Prophets said, y'all suck. God's going to kill you if you don't get it together. Mm. And so they always had unpopular messages for the people, like Elijah, yeah. right? He Elijah's 
message from God made him go on the run for a lot of his life. You know? So, all that to say, God's law is law in those times. And Deuteronomy 13.5 says that since false prophets try to lead you astray from the way that the Lord your God commanded you to live, you must put them to death. And in this way, you will purge the evil from among you. So, mm. that's a very serious, very serious con- consequence, right? Yes. Um, so, uh, it, one, you know, this is at at its most if you want to leave out you know some of the more subtle nuances of uh God's people that was the law and Elijah was carrying out the law as a prophet right it wasn't just he just walked outside and said y'all are worshiping Baal you know you did right he he was he was God God has historically and I wish I had the verse I wanted to pull it up because you know, it made me think about it when you asked me about it um, the God gives the sword to a, to to governments, right? Like, and by that I mean not like a literal sword. Sometimes it used to be a literal sword, yeah. but basically, corrective justice, right, is God ordains leadership to carry out corrective justice uh, for the good of the people. Now, do they get it wrong sometimes? Yes, and they'll be held accountable for that. But uh, whether it be the like. In those times, kings and prophets and stuff like that. For us, it would be the military, right? And presidents. So when when Barack Obama said, "Go get Bin Laden," and he gave the order to to kill Osama bin Laden, the SEAL Team Six, do we call him a murderer? No, no. Right? I mean, you may not. Like, some people may not like him for his policy, but no. nobody's saying that he's a murderer. He's carrying out. He's an instrument of God's justice. Yeah. Whenever a soldier takes a life on the battlefield. That we don't. Yes, it could be scarring. Yes, it it's consequences, but it, they're not murderers. They're they're the hand of God's justice, is corrective justice, and so um, that is what Elijah was doing in that situation. Is he was following God's law that was already established in Deuteronomy that these false prophets they need to die because they're leading people astray, and God is communicating to us. Because again, you're going. I don't think he they, they couldn't have put him in jail. That's just wrong. Well, God is God, and he gets he gave us life. He can take it, mm-hmm. right? And so, if there is any question, how serious it is that uh, to follow other gods and worship idols, we see right here that that God takes that very seriously. And also, so and so basically, false prophecy is treason. Yeah. In those times, at least. But for us, it's still pre- it's it's treason to him. It's treason to the kingdom, right? And um, and so God is, is is treats these things very seriously because not only and again, let's get even more detailed here. You know the practices of ba- Baal worship that those or Baal or ba- Baal or whatever you want to call it, or however you pronounce it, but false pro- false god worship like they were doing. They had all sorts of weird stuff. It wasn't they weren't seeing kumbaya and people need baal. They were they were killing kids. They were ga- they were harming themselves. They were uh they they did weird sex stuff. Ooh. Yeah, like really freaky stuff. Um which by the way, isn't it funny? Before you go before you get judgy, not you Patrick. I'm, I, I, I don't feel like I'm taking you to task, but listener, before you get judgy over these false prophets, um, let's look at 
at some of the the issues in our modern society. Uh, you know, one of the bit one. I know it's not the only issue, but abortion is a big deal. Killing your kids. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what it is. We've we've split hairs and 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 tried to 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 explain it away, but um, the same heart that had people sacrifice their kids to Baal uh, is the same heart that that says abortion is a good thing. The same heart that says let's do these weird sex things in worship to a false god is the same one one that pursues pornography and and some of these yeah. other seedy you know weird sexual it's things. Times, that's all it is. It's it's the same heart. Yeah. It's just different ways of accomplishing it. Mm-hmm. And we we strip the veneer of worship off of it, and we think well we're not being false worship. No, we were made to worship. Patrick, if you don't worship God, I'm not. You do worship God. I see you, but, but if you if you're not going to worship God, you are going to worship something. Mm-hmm. You're going to worship. It might be your wife. It might be your kids. It might be your job. It might be your uh, status. It might be a car. I've seen guys worship their cars. I see God's guys worship all sorts of things. I see people that that they'll never tell you it's worship. But they, things but they put their money into it. They put their attention to it. They worship their football team. They worship their, you, you name it, you fill in the blank. And so it's a big deal then. And it's a big deal now. And, and God in his, uh, sovereign grace and mercy decided that he was going to stop the spread when something, you know, when a doctor sees gangrene happening in a body, he cuts that hand off. Yeah. Now, Normally, you would get mad if somebody cuts your hand off, right? How dare? Oh, no. Well, if a society has um, false worship, it has this idolatry being like a gangrene in, in the body, God says chop it off, and that's a mercy. That's a, because it saves the rest of the body from doing that. And when and it made, you know, again, they, Israel had a bad habit of turning back time and time again to those same things. But at least for a little while, you know, it, it's, it's salvaged the rest of the nation. God was able to, from then, uh, have a remnant of 7,000 people and have these other prophets in the land that were hidden away that, that Elijah saved by taking out these false prophets and killing these people. Um, so, Again, it violates our our uh, modern sensibilities here, but this this was a righteous act of God carried out. It wasn't Elijah's idea to kill him. I'm sure he just wanted to get off the mountain, but God said, "You need to end this because this is serious." So, um, so Patrick, if you have a neighbor that doesn't believe in Jesus, uh, go take them and throw them off a cliff. No, 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 no don't I do that. Yeah, yeah, no, I no, got no. one in mind right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. See again, that's the and that's. That's also for a very particular time uh, in the old covenant and before God opened up the family of God to the new covenant and, and gen- Jews and Gentiles alike. So it's a different thing. It's a different context as apples to oranges, but yeah, still don't go out and like kill your, your unbelieving neighbors. Yeah. Can I, can I get that promise from you, yes, Patrick? Yes, yeah. yes. I okay. promise I won't do it. Does that make any sense? I mean, does that make sense to you? Do you have oh, any yeah. questions or anything about that? I mean, no, that was good. That was right on. That was, uh, Sounds good, right? I feel right? a lot better now that he's just mowing down profits. <laughs> you can't tell me. I don't know if I should say this, but, you know, especially, I don't know, for example, when you're in traffic, you uh-huh. know, you just have that moment where you just want to want to mow someone over because they're just yes. being a, 
Well, he actually got to do that. I'm a little jealous about that. <laughs> but I can tell you that God's not going to tell you to run somebody over in traffic. But anyway, those are. But anytime you see something like that in the Old Testament that strikes you funny, I would all I would love listener or Patrick, the participants this week. Um, I would love to help you get to the bottom of that. And there's the the thing is, there's. We may not understand absolutely everything, but there is a lot of answers that, and a lot of wisdom and knowledge that God has already given us from His from the Word that will help us to understand it. But most people just haven't gotten that far into it; they just haven't dove in like that. No. Um, so the more you can you can pursue that. By the way, pursue it with a with a uh, a heart that wants to understand God. You're going to, you know, instead of a heart that just wants to prove him wrong, because we're going to have this thing. We got this thing called cognitive dissonance where we we find the ways to explain what we already want to believe. Right. And so so we have to be make sure our cognitive dissonance and our our, our critical nature doesn't get the best of us. But uh, continue to, to dive in and search uh, because uh, the Bible is not. God's word is not afraid of your questions. God, you know, God is not afraid of your uh, of your hard questions because um, that that means you're you're running after God and the answers are there and that means you'll be closer to Him in the process. So there's that. that that's uh, that's the podcast. Oh, nice. I think that was good. Uh, Patrick, thanks for hanging out and making me feel less crazy. That I'm not talking to a wall in here. Uh, make sure I'll make sure to, to have you back when you have any more questions. You, you have a lot of questions. We just don't put a microphone in front of your face. So some very good questions. And uh, and everyone, uh, go. Uh, po- I don't know, you don't have a podcast to subscribe to. I was trying to be funny and like uh, subscribe to Patrick's podcast. It's it's called um, uh, how to yeah. how to get clients uh, to hire you as a DJ by showing off your arms. Yes, that's it's a really particular niche podcast but it's about how to tone your arms in such a way and then how right. to dj to where you get the good the muscle flexes out right your wiki, wiki, wiki right the, the good placement of the biceps so uh it's very intriguing go podcast go subscribe to that he yes, now. he posts 400 episodes a day it's really yes, great i got my daisy dukes up there too so. <laughs> <laughs> uh y'all have a great, good one we'll see you real soon amenben.com if you need anything from me and uh we'll uh yeah, let me know what you if you have any questions. Would love to answer them for you. God bless you. Go, uh, you know, be closer to God and act like Jesus.